You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Kenya announces a national tea brand. Its newly elected president makes value addition in tea exports a priority. A Euromonitor report advises targeting customers by type. Lipton will launch a hard tea brand in 2023. Plus, Paris Medida, chief executive officer of the newly reestablished Kenya Tea Board in Nairobi, describes KTB's mandate to regulate, sustainably develop, and promote the tea subsector. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. President William Roto, Kenya's new head of state, has directed the Ministry of Trade to develop a Kenya tea brand and to build processing and packaging facilities that will maximize foreign exchange earnings and guarantee farmers good returns. Kenya is the world's largest bulk black tea exporter, accounting for 28% of the global total, but only 5% of tea exports are packaged or otherwise enhanced in value. President Roto announced that the government would work with industry players to build a shared value addition facility at Dungal Kundu in Mombasa to process and package tea. He set a five-year goal for increasing the amount of value-added tea from 5% to 50% of total exports, which last year reached 558,000 metric tons. On October 5th, he told a crowd at the Kenyana International Convention Center that good quality Kenyan tea has long helped competitors improve their blends. Competitors that produce far less tea earn three times more per kilo because they add value to their tea. The practice must change to enhance Kenya's earnings, which totaled 
136 billion shillings, or about 1.36 billion U.S. dollars in 2021. According to Kenya's Agricultural Authority, tea contributes 23% of Kenya's total foreign exchange earnings and supports the livelihood of more than 5 million people. Quote, Tea is one of the key drivers of the country's socioeconomic development and a pillar for economic growth, end quote, according to the Tea Board of Kenya. Foreign exchange revenue is critical to the government's Big Four agenda success, specifically in enhancing manufacturing's contribution to GDP and support for food and nutrition security. Ruto said the first shipment of tea to Accra, Ghana, under the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement, was historic, overcoming barriers to trade and opening markets on the continent. Quote, Today's action confirms that Kenya believed in AFTA from day one. We asked fellow Africans to use this platform to actualize Africa's dream in trade and business. End quote. He told Capital News. Business Insight Tea production in Kenya is growing by an average of 5.35% annually, equivalent to 21 metric tons. Land under tea is also increasing at an average of 4% per year, equivalent to 10,000 hectares and now totals 250,000 hectares nationwide, roughly 620,000 acres. The steady increase in supply is one reason that Kenya CTC sold for an average of only $2.10 per kilo at auction in 2021. Prominent contract brewer announced it will team up with Lipton PepsiCo to launch low alcohol Lipton hard tea in 2023. Fifeco USA in Buffalo, New York, licensed the name to develop, manufacture, and market a line of Lipton teas to be sold through the Blue Cloud Distribution Network. The teas will be available in four flavors and contain 5% alcohol by volume. In a press release, Fiveco writes that its product development team, quote, stayed true to Lipton's high quality and great taste. And based on our consumer research, we expect a strong brand launch and a great response from consumers, end quote. Fiveco will launch with RTD lemon, peach, strawberry, and half-and-half -half versions. Fiveco produces Labatt, Genesee, Pyramid, Magic Hat, and Seagram's Escapes, which are flavored malt beverages. Blue Cloud is a subsidiary of PepsiCo that distributes hard Mountain Dew. Category leader Twisted Tea, which launched in 2001, generates an estimated $60 million in annual sales for brand owner Boston Beer Company. Euromonitor's Understanding the Path to Purchase, a 57-page report with insights drawn from the market research firm's ongoing Voice of the Consumer Lifestyle Survey, is now available. The 2022 edition is the third in the series. Tea marketers heavily rely on demographics when targeting consumers. 
Millennials, for example, drink coffee and prefer sweet, fruit-flavored tea. Quote, I see almost a 50-50 split, says Starbucks tea development lead Christopher Becknett. Gen Z, ages 10 to 25, is far more likely to drink mostly tea. Quote, Our Gen Z, Zoomer demographic, wants sweet herbal. They are very much more in the herbal space, preferring herbaceous blends, according to McNitt. Euromonitor cautions that demographics shouldn't be your sole directive when analyzing shopping behavior and purchase decisions. The marketer adds, this information alone will give you a skewed view of daily habits and long-term lifestyle choices. The report describes eight cohorts, shared beliefs, and shopping behaviors. The most prevalent globally are secure traditionalists, 18% of the population, and undaunted strivers, representing 16% of the global population. Balanced optimists and empowered activists each make up 14% of the global population. 13% of the population are cautious spenders, and 10% are impulsive spenders. Minimalist seekers make up 9%, and conservative homebodies comprise 6% of the population. The report does not quantify which cohort drinks the most tea, but there are tea drinkers in every cohort. So, how do you blend for Gen Z? Knowing the flavors they savor is a start, says McNitt. Researching their beliefs and behaviors offers additional insights. Empowered activists, for example, value authenticity and strongly advocate for social, environmental, and political justice. According to Euromonitor, 83% try to positively impact the environment and 81% say they can make a difference in the world through their choices and actions. They are most influenced by family and friends, consumer reviews, product labels, and packaging. 63% regularly purchase products in-store, and 47% shop online. They are least influenced by celebrity endorsements, bloggers, or social media influencers. Business Insight Starbucks McNitt notes that when blending tea for Gen Z, quote, what we need to account for in the data is that when we're talking about tea, we're talking not just about Camellia sinensis. We are primarily talking about herbs, he said. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending October 1st, 2022. The quarterly report from the Investment Research and Credit Rating Agency is just out. Uh, according to the report, the high prices of orthodox tea that the Indian commodity mar market is enjoying will continue thanks to the demand-supply mismatch emerging from the Sri Lankan tea production disruption. North India CTC prices have been up 5% year-on-year, aided by a rise in auction prices in August. The price premium for top-end CTC tea is expected to continue according to the report. 
The prices of CTC from South India for the period April to August 2022 have remained lower than the previous two five-month periods. The report also included exports, North Indian exports, for the first half of 2022 were up 11.3 million kilos, which is about 24%, while South Indian exports reduced by 0.8 million kilos, about 2%. In auctions, sale 39 saw good demand for orthodox and dust grades with exporters active for orthodox teas and blenders for dust. Darjeeling teas averaged 288 rupees, which is lower than last week and much lower than the corresponding sale last year. Guwahati saw fair demand with major blenders active for both leaf and dust. Prices were similar to last week. Compared with the corresponding sale week last year, 2022 seeing improved prices, but not as good as 2020. In South India, sales and prices were similar to the previous week. In the Nilgiri, the tea board has fixed the average green leaf price for September at 15 rupees 82 paise. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website QTradeTees.com. Last week, TBiz talked with Paris Medida, Chief Executive Officer of the newly reestablished Kenya Tea Board in Nairobi. Paris led the first Tea Board delegation to visit the North American Tea Conference in nearly a decade since the dissolution of the regulatory body in 2014. Founded in 1950 as an independent public body responsible for developing, promoting, and regulating Kenya's tea industry, in 2014, the Kenya Tea Board was dissolved in favor of a single agriculture and food authority housed within the Ministry of Agriculture. Harris Modida, trained in the law, was named head of the AFA's Tea Directorate in 2020, after serving six years as the Ministry of Agriculture's Tea Regulation Legal Services Manager. In 2021, the newly reconstituted Tea Board seated elected representatives of smallholder cooperatives and associations, factory operators, large producers, tea traders, and the Kenya Tea Development Agency, a private consortium representing tea farms and factories responsible for producing 60% of the country's tea. As CEO, Paris works closely with the Ministry of Agriculture and the Ministry of Trade and is the official promoter of Kenya's tea industry worldwide. Joining us today is Kenya Tea Board Chief Executive Director Paris Mudita. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Will you tell listeners a little bit about the history of the Tea Board and your thoughts on its reinstatement as Kenya's tea industry promoter and regulator? The Tea Board of Kenya is mandated uh, by the government of Kenya to provide oversight over the tea subsector in Kenya. The Tea Board of Kenya is uh, a new 
institution which uh, came into operation in 2021 after the government made a policy change and uh, brought back the T-Board of Kenya. The T-Board of Kenya used to exist previously uh, up to around 2013. And at that point, uh, a decision was made by government to consolidate regulatory institutions under the crops uh, subsector in Kenya. And so the T-Board was converted into the Agriculture and Food Authority. However, after about seven or eight years, um, a decision was made to reverse that and uh, to reestablish the T-Board of Kenya. So the T-Board of Kenya is a state corporation um, established under the T-Act. The T-Act was passed in the year 2020. Broadly, the mandate is to regulate, develop, and promote the tea subsector in Kenya. Tell me about your vision for the Tea Board and your ambitions. Yes, the Tea Board of Kenya, as I have said, has a very broad mandate uh, under the Tea Act to develop the sector, to promote the tea subsector, and to regulate the tea subsector. Uh, as I'm sure many um, people who are conversant with tea know that uh, Kenya is the that largest producer of tea in the world and actually the leading tea exporter in the world. Kenya uh, exports most of what it produces. So for us at the Tea Board of Kenya, uh, we want to ensure that the tea that we produce um, is produced um, in a sustainable manner and uh, that we are able to get that tea into the markets out there and that we are able to um, get uh, the returns that we desire for, especially the producers, the farmers who toil on the farms, that they're able to make a living out of that tea. Um, and also, of course, uh, for the foreign exchange that it earns our country. So we are looking at having a tea industry that meets the expectations of the farmers and also the other value chain players in the tea industry. We have buyers, we have the, the, the persons who buy the tea at the Mombasa Tea Auctions. We have other people who are involved in the value chain. They pack the tea and sell. So we are looking at having everybody getting a fair return for whatever they do along the tea value chain. And of course, having an orderly industry where uh, there's fair play and uh, that everybody gets a chance uh, to do what it is that they want to do. Our listeners share your love of tea, and they live in every country of the world. 73 different nations produce tea. What message would you like to leave them? Yes, uh, my message to the tea consumers is that uh, tea is good, so we want you to take more and more tea, and not only more, more tea, but more Kenyan tea. Kenyan tea is um, good tea, as uh, you well know. It is produced in the highlands of Kenya, where the tea is grown uh, in a natural environment. There is no application of any sort of pesticide. And so you can be sure as you take your tea that it is uh, pesticide-free 
and it is good for your health. And as you consume that tea, we'd also like to ask you to remember that the producer of that tea also needs a, a fair return so that you also, uh, as you buy the tea, that you also pay a fair price for the tea. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.